firm a foundation, ye saints of the Lord, is laid for your faith in his excellent word. Good morning and welcome to this continuing look at the book of Revelation. Today we're in chapter 2, starting with verse 18 through verse 29, the letter to the church at Thyatira. And to the angel of the church in Thyatira write, The words of the Son of God, who has eyes like a flame of fire, and whose feet are like burnished bronze. I know your works, your love and faith and service and patient endurance, and that your latter works exceed the first. But I have this against you, that you tolerate that woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess and is teaching and seducing my servants to practice sexual immorality and to eat food sacrificed to idols. I gave her time to repent, but she refuses to repent of her sexual immorality. Behold, I will throw her onto a sickbed, and those who commit adultery with her I will throw into great tribulation unless they repent of her works. And I will strike her children dead, and all the churches will know that I am he who searches mind and heart, and I will give to each of you according to your works. But to the rest of you in Thyatira who do not hold this teaching, who have not learned what some call the deep things of Satan, to you I say, I do not lay on you any other burden. Only hold fast what you have until I come. The one who conquers and who keeps my works until the end, to him I will give authority over the nations, and he will rule them with a rod of iron, as when earthen pots are broken in pieces, even as I myself have received authority from my Father. And I will give him the morning star. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches." May God bless this reading and perceiving of his holy and precious living word. Amen. The words we read in this letter are not words of man, but the words of Jesus himself. All scripture is God-breathed, that is, it is inspired by the Holy Spirit and is the word of God. But these words are literally a letter from Jesus to the church at Thyatira given through John, the Apostle John, the Apostle who Jesus loved. And this is while he's on the island of Patmos. He's in exile and he has had a revelation and Jesus is telling him these or giving him these letters to the seven churches And this is the letter to the church at Thyatira. The description of Jesus as the Son of God who has eyes like a flame of fire and whose feet are like burnished bronze, this is different than when we saw these similar words in chapter 1, I think at verse 15 through 18. There it referred to the Son of Man. It was referring to the same person, but he's making very clear to this church in Thyatira who it is that's writing to them. This is God himself, Jesus Christ, God the Son. And he his description is eyes like a flame of fire and whose feet are like burnished bronze from the Greek words that are that these English words are translated from the purpose is to make clear that 
that Jesus is God, that he is indignant, and that these words are strong and strong words of condemnation from one who is holy. He says, I know your works. This is so important for us to always keep in mind that there's no such thing as something hidden from God. He knows our works. He knows our thoughts before we even think them. But he's saying here to Thyatira, he's saying, I know your works. He encourages them by saying, I I know your works. I know that your love and faith and service and patient endurance I know that you're doing these things, and he's congratulating them and and encouraging them, and and even more so that they're not in a downward projection. Uh, their their latter works exceed the first, which distinguishes them from some of the other churches he's already written, particularly the church at Ephesus. But then he gets to the point. He said, "But, but I have this against you." that you tolerate that woman Jezebel. It is, it is believed and likely that this church was probably created or not created, but, but started through the teaching of Lydia, who Paul helped to lead to, the, lead to Jesus Christ. And so this woman who helped to start this church in Thyatira and and now here we have another woman who Jesus refers to as Jezebel, not the original Jezebel that was married to Ahab, but somebody who's in that same spirit who is likewise leading and attempting to lead and teach and, and fool and seduce uh, Christ's followers away from the one true God to practice the immorality that she pro- promotes. So she's not, uh, she's not who she's supposed to be. She shouldn't be in that church. And Jesus showed his patience. He said in verse 21, I gave her time to repent, but I gave her time to repent, but she refuses. She refuses to recognize that I am God, that I am the Christ, and that I have called you all into holiness. I've called you into a life of service to the one true God. And he's saying, and those who commit adultery with her as well as her, then I'm going to throw them onto a sickbed. You're going to suffer as a result of that, and I will throw them into the great tribulation unless they repent of her works, unless they repent, because if they're in Christ, they're going to repent. All of us have sinned and fallen short before we're saved. And even after we're saved, if we claim to be without sin, we're a liar and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins and repent of our sins, then God is faithful to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And so for us who are in Christ, our sin is already paid for. Jesus has paid for that sin in full. And if we've truly been born again, then when we fall away from the path that God has called us to, we will repent and we will come back. 
But to those who don't, they were never in Christ to start with, and they will suffer. And not just them, but he says in verse 23, uh, those who follow them uh, spiritually, so to speak, uh, in sin, as well as their offspring who are impacted by that will suffer also. And he says, and all the churches, all the local bodies of Christ will know that I am he, that he is Jesus, who searches mind and heart and will give to each of you according to your works. If you are in Christ, then your works are going to be works of righteousness through Christ Jesus and through Christ Jesus in you. But if you're just uh, somebody who is attending a local church and pretending to be uh, in Christ, then then you're going to receive that which that which you sow, you will also reap. Then he says, but to the rest of you, in other words, there's a remnant in Thyatira who have not given in to Jezebel. And to that remnant, he says, to those of you who not holding on to this foolishness, this this lie, this false teaching, who have not learned these so-called deep things of Satan, I say to you. I don't lay any other burden on you. The, the only burden you have is the burden of trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, that your salvation, your relationship is, is a gift from God to you through faith, and even that faith also is given to you, but, but you walk in that faith if you've been born again. So he says in verse 25, So hold fast to what you have until I come. Don't worry about what you don't have. Hold fast to what you do have. Live out what I have put in you. Not that we shouldn't grow because we certainly should, but we need to live out the things that we've already uh, been revealed to us as we continue to seek a closer walk, a deeper maturity in Christ. He says, the one who conquers and who keeps my words until the works until the end, to him I will give authority over the nations. God will, will do that in Christ, through Christ, and to us who are in Christ, we will be with him. We will, we will be with him in the authority over the nations. Jesus will rule with a rod of iron as when earthen pots earthen pots are broken in pieces, even as I myself have received authority from my father. He said, I will give him the morning star. There are a lot of different thoughts about what that means. But what we know is this, that Jesus himself is the bright and morning star and that all that we need and all that is ours is ours in Christ Jesus. And then he closes with the the uh, admonition and encouragement that he's given in to open some letters. He said, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Pay attention to what God is saying to us. We need to hear and understand what God is calling us to. So thank you for listening in. And next time, Lord willing, we will pick up in chapter 3 with a letter to the church at Sardis. God bless you and keep you, and may his Holy Spirit guide you and I to hear all that he has for us in these 
wonderful words from the book of Revelation, and may our lives be transformed by the living and active word of God. We pray in Christ's name. Amen.